This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? I feel a sense of clarity. Whoa. All right. Yeah. Uh, In my nose, my nostrils. Oh, are not not mental clarity. No, really. I've been using a, a neti pot. Oh, uh, you can get a, a brain disease from that. Not if you do it right. Well, and what and what defines doing it right? Here's what you gotta do. Uh first, don't put it in your brain. Yeah. Keep it away from your brain. Keep most things away from your brains, except for knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> that goes that goes right wow. in there. That is, that is a powerful, powerful words, Tim. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. You uh, know what? I think you finally got through to me. I'm gonna go back to school. Th- that's that's what all of this was about. We can shut down this <laughs> stupid show now. Uh, no, you you. First of all, I I ordered uh. Expensive neti pot. Tom. Well, I graduated from that stupid drugstore plastic blue neti pot. Uh huh. Oh, now you're. Uh, oh, I'm an upscale neti pot guy. Yeah, Tom. It's a, it's a ceramic number that um, friggin' uh, you can you can display that uh, amongst anything else <laughs> in your home. Then. Is it just a teapot, Tim? I think you might have just bought a teapot. No, but I would forgive you for thinking <laughs> that it was as cl- it's it's as classy as a teapot. Could he make tea in it? No. Why not? It's ceramic. You should be able to boil water in there. Maybe it would. It, it's too you small to fit some, on the uh, burners. Some booger tea. I don't want to make some booger tea. <laughs> you got to use distilled water. Yeah, that doesn't uh, have the brain parasites in it. Yeah, exactly. You look. I'm not saying anybody that got brain parasites from a neti pot, pot deserved it. <laughs> Nobody said that you were. But continue though. But you continue know, your thought. It doesn't happen to people who are using their brains. And to you, using your brain is using an expensive neti pot instead of one you can buy at a drugstore. And distilled water. And distilled water. And the fancy salt. There's salt. You have to put salt in the. You put pot? like a, a saline uh, thing. Like you create a saline solution, or in a pinch, uh, seawater will work. <laughs> well, no, I would think seawater. Then you're you're coming up against the the brain parasite problem again. You, you're gonna get like a like a baby squid up there or something. It's all natural, Tom. What is seawater? Seawater from the ocean? Yeah. Yeah, from the sea. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I mean, it's natural, but we've put a lot of unnatural things in it. Yeah, I mean, true. a brain parasite's natural, too, but that, that doesn't mean it's safe. Um, what is distilled water? Can you explain? Uh, no. <laughs> I knew you couldn't. Do you know what it is? Yeah, man, it's if water it's... that's been put. Uh, it came from a still, but they took it out. It's been distilled. Tom, that's hilarious. Tom, can I ask you something? Uh-huh. We uh, live in New York. Yes. Correct. Uh, that was your question? That was, yeah, now I have Tim, a Tim, oh no, I think you got one of those brain parasites. Oh, I have a neti pot. That's a not a question you should sea. have had to yeah. ask me. I, was, I mean, I was on a ship for, for so long. Right. I had no access to other water, so I had to neti pot and drink exclusively oh. seawater. Uh, that, that can't possibly be good for your brain or your uh, tummy. 
Man, that stinks. If you go on a long uh, voyage, you have to bring a lot of fresh water with you, huh? Uh, yeah. How I mean, did they like, do that back in the day? Uh, I mean, like cruise ships, I think, have desalinators on them on board. Wait, so you're drinking <laughs> seawater? Yeah, but it's been desalinated and filtered. All right. So it's not. It's no longer seawater. That's gross. No, it's fine. What did they do on the Nina and the Pinta and the Santa Maria? Um, that's a good question. I guess they brought a lot of water. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like it's only recently that people drink water. Yeah. <laughs> like back in the day, I don't think people differentiated. And like back in the day, I mean like the 80s. <laughs> the 80s going and and further back. I don't think anybody differentiated like uh, uh, drinking water from drinking like wine yeah as far no, as like uh, my parents like scoff at me whenever they see me drinking a glass of water they're always just like just drinking water yeah like some weirdo he's a bore yeah put some flavor in there um it, i did recently read though or learn somewhere uh, a man told me on the street um, that the whole like, oh, eight glasses of water a day is like, you know, uh, uh, like a silly thing. Sure. But that, that it's like, yeah, like that's not going to be bad for you, but like you do get water from other things. Like even though, uh, like drinking coffee, you know, it's a diuretic or whatever. It's like, yeah, but you are still getting water from that. Yeah. It shouldn't be your exclusive source, but like. You know, and the mm-hmm. food you eat, you are getting water from that food. Like, again, you shouldn't rely on all that, but the idea that you need eight glasses of water a day, so that means you have to drink eight glasses of water a day, then that's nah, not that's not actually the case. Yeah, I think everybody knows that, Tom. I don't think you're breaking any new ground here. I am. A lot of people uh, don't read scientific studies like I do, and they rely on this show almost entirely to learn about uh, the new discoveries, and that's one of the new discoveries. The new discovery is that the old discovery was uh, not completely accurate. Do you ever talk to anybody who doesn't live in New York? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, hmm. Rarely, right? Yeah, yeah, not regularly. I mean, we were talking about this uh, uh, when we were driving up to Boston a couple of weeks ago. We were like, hey, you know anybody in Boston? Like, you know, any mutual friends of ours? And we both realized, like, no, everyone I know lives in New York, and then some live in L.A., <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and that's pretty much it. I mean, to be fair, I know some people I know some, people, some people, but, like, for the most part, like, f- close friends, they're all in New York, and then some are in L.A., and that's pretty much it. And, like, maybe one person in other cities. Like, outside of New York and L.A., there's, only, there's no city that has more than one friend of mine in it. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's pretty much true for me as well. Yeah. Um, my question. And I don't even know that many people in LA either. <laughs> I have a second follow-up question. But I have hundreds of friends in New York. I don't know about I'm hundreds. Bi- yeah, I'll show you my social calendar. <laughs> really? Yeah. All you'll right, be, I'd like to see it. Yeah, you'll be blown away. You'll be like, "Wow, you must have hundreds." Look at all the those uh, appointments you have. Anyway, Tom, doctors are not your friends, so uh, I know you make a lot of doctor's appointments, a lot of unnecessary doctor visits. Um, I I don't think you can count them as uh, entries on your social calendar. No, because I say to them, like, hey, uh, you know, we're friends, right? 
Give it to me straight. You're always asking doctors to give it to you straight. Yeah, hey, just give it to me straight, Doc. I yeah. could take it. Um, do you ever eat New York City hot dogs on the street? No, I've not had a a dirty water dog in a long time. Yeah, I don't think. I was at the airport the other day, leaving New York. <laughs> Something I don't like to do very often. <laughs> right. And uh, these people sat down uh, next to my wife and I, mm-hmm. and uh, they had uh, bought hot dogs at the airport. Hey, no, that was possible. Yeah, <laughs> and they were complaining so hard yeah. about uh, how expensive the hot dogs were. All right, well, I mean, everything at the airport is expensive. Yeah, but the way they framed it was everything in New York is expensive. And guess what? They were just on a layover. They they weren't even they they didn't leave LaGuardia Airport. They <laughs> well, came from Tampa you don't need to LaGuardia, to. then they were going to Pittsburgh. But uh they were just like, "Uh, New York. This is why nobody likes New York." And I that's news to me that nobody there, I see a lot of people in shirts uh, that purport that they love yeah, New York. Yeah, quite the opposite. Yeah. Oh, can can we <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wears shirts that say, "I don't like New York." <laughs> That's not a bad shirt idea. Yeah, I'd wear that shirt. Uh, Can we uh, stop saying uh, heart? Like, I I heart heart New New York. York. Yeah. No, but people say, like, uh, I I heart this. I was watching. I heart radio. Yeah, I was watching some uh, uh, commercial for Uh something, and they were like, (laughs) the brands you heart at the place you heart. It's like, that's heart is just a symbol. What was it? Sears? Is that it was something or? like it was Sears or Target or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It just uh, rubs me the wrong way. Tim, when's the last time you've liked a commercial? <laughs> the last time you've gone like, yeah, that's pretty clever. Um, you know what? I've, I, I got a sense that I'll hear a, a Robin Hood ad that I'll, that, that'll <laughs> oh, yeah. really speak to me no, pretty I'm, soon. I'm talking specifically about uh, television ads. Um, they're, every TV ad, they're trying to be cute. Yeah, but I don't like that particular brand of cute. Yeah, I get it. I'm with you. Yeah, I don't like when people say the word of a, that an emoji is uh, like meaning to replace. Yeah, and another thing they say uh, on the the phone when you <laughs> on the telephone tub when you call up and you go into a a, a conference call, they go yeah. enter the conference call number. Right, uh, and then uh, the pound sign. Or hashtag sign or, hash. or something. No, they like they call the pound sign the, the hashtag, hashtag or something yeah. for, I guess, millennials. Yeah. I mean, we're millennials. We're Generation Z, Gen Z. Yeah, which like is dumb, but also like I don't know why it was called a pound sign either. Because so that's what you would use to uh, threaten the operator. <laughs> they press this button to threaten the operator? They, yeah. They built They'll a- pound you. What? Betty, right? <laughs> um. What the if hell? you don't connect me, I'll pound you. Oh. If you don't what? connect me to KL54963, <laughs> I'll oh, pound you. Oh, I'm going to press this button and you're going to be in for a pounding. Yeah. What the hell That's were the Klondike pound- 5. <laughs> what the hell were the pound and star keys for before, uh, like automated systems nobody knows that's a whole that's the mystery i remember as a kid asking that the mystery of the telephone like remember when you learned how to use the phone i remember being like what the hell are these two buttons about learned how to use the phone (laughs) yeah i I I was was born knowing how to use (laughs) well well everybody knows tim that you love to gab so yeah that i was born with the gift of gab you're born with a phone with one of those uh old uh uh attachments so you can put it on your shoulder 
it was attached to you though instead yeah. of the phone it was attached to your shoulder it's uh, like boy this... some say he was born with a phone attached to his shoulder yeah, no not the phone just the those little like foam things that you would put on the back of the phone so that yeah. you could cradle it easier but there was no phone there no, that would, Tim, you weren't born with like an electronic device coming out of your body. You were just born with like a particular deformity that looked like uh, one of those foam phone cradle things. And they said, this boy was born with the gift of gab. Huh. Let's get a phone in that crook. So these people were so angry that New York hot dogs <laughs> were so expensive. Uh-huh. And they were also like, and guess what? They're not even good. Yeah. It's like, lady, sir, um, gentlemen, uh, your beef isn't with New York. It's with LaGuardia Airport. And nobody likes LaGuardia Airport. Yeah. Um, so they were just horrible people. And I went to fill up my water bottle at the water fountain, Tom. Mm -hmm. You know how you do that sometimes yeah, yeah. at the... And this lady walked up. I usually do it before I go through uh, uh, security check. Because you like to have the TSA <laughs> just throw your Because I'm the dumbest man alive away. that does it every time. And it's like, why did I do that? Why am I so stupid? Oh, they take such joy in telling you that you have water in your water bottle. But I know. And even when I'm like, oh, I do. Like, I don't argue or be like, no, I don't. I'm like, oh, what a moron. Like, yeah. They're all right. so happy. They're, They're still like, like yes. Like, I'm still going to talk to you like you're arguing me, even though you are being hard enough on yourself. And you normally I'll say to him, hey, aren't I being hard enough on myself? Do I need it from you, too? Yeah. You say that to the <laughs> TSA people? Usually through tears. Uh, and then they're like, well, you, you better not uh, been cry randomly into the water bottle yeah. because you can't bring those tears with you either. And then they inform you you've been randomly selected for uh, enhanced screening. Yeah, I'm always which happened randomly. to me. Yeah. Have you when's, have you gotten a pat down at the airport? I, I have pre-check now, so I don't anymore. No, I have pre-check as to, well. I, I used to all the time get selected. Tom, I have pre-check as well. So stop pretending like you're. Do you have global entry? No, I don't. Yeah, I have that. Yes, yeah, so it's the guy who hasn't left the country in uh, six know, months. Six months. <laughs> uh, so I'm filling up my water bottle, and this lady comes up, and she goes, ugh, how bad is the water? <laughs> and I was like, I think it's fine. It seems fine. Yeah, it's filtered. Was it the same lady? No, this other lady. Okay. This other non-New Yorker. Yeah. And she was like, uh, uh, she goes, well, it's not filtered. And I went, yeah, I don't know. It's New York City tap, so that's pretty good. And she went, yeah, right. Everything in this city's disgusting. <laughs> it's like, are you just judging everything by the airport? Is yeah. that does everybody just think New York is LaGuardia Airport? Because then I do agree it's a cesspool. <laughs> right. And guess what? I also agree that like seventy percent of New York City uh is bad. Right. Um, but my neighborhood's all right. Also, like you wouldn't go to like St. Louis and walk around the airport being like, oh, is it shitty like everything else in this place? Because yeah. people would be like, hey, I live here. Yeah. Well, I went back to the, 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 the Pittsburgh, Tampa people mm -hmm. and, I was, and we were asking and we were talking because I don't know. I wanted to talk to horrible people. <laughs> um, and uh, they were talking about how they were excited to get back to Pittsburgh or whatever. And Pittsburgh's a nice city. I like it. Uh, and they're like, there. 
oh, where are you guys from? And uh, I was like, oh, here. And they're like, ugh. Glory Airport? <laughs> no, but they just went like this. Ugh. And rolled their eyes. Like yeah. New Yorkers. It's like, all right. Look, I don't think we're well-liked, Tom, is, yeah. is what I'm saying. Uh, I feel like anyone that willingly flies through LaGuardia, with the exception of uh, you, uh, d- is an idiot. <laughs> like You should avoid that at all costs. LaGuardia so is surprised. a nine-minute uh, car ride from my apartment. Uh, did your plane take off on time? It did. Oh, okay. I knew yeah. like that. I was hope I was hoping it didn't. And you would be like, "Well, no, it took off three hours late." And I'd be like, "Aha, I win!" But you still had to get there. Yeah, that's true. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos. Mm. Yeah, all commission-free. While other brokerages uh, charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. Low barrier to entry, that's what that's called, Tim. Yeah. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. You view easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You could also view stock collections such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of the complete guide to everything. Hey, that's our show. Yeah, a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at guide.robinhood.com. And seriously, uh, we I use this. Yeah, I use it too. Yeah. Uh, give it a shot. You, yeah. you got. If you've ever been curious about the stock market, this is like a good. Uh, you can start at a very low level. It's yeah, fine. they'll give you a stock for free. Yeah. So why not? Uh, if you're interested, take a look. See, you're not. You're not going to lose your shirt that way. Yeah. Guide.robinhood.com. Squarespace, you know Squarespace. If you don't know Squarespace, give it the program. If you're looking to build a beautiful website. Looking to turn a cool idea into a website or showcase your work or blog or publish or promote a physical business or an online business, any of the above, Squarespace is your one-stop shop. They give you beautiful templates designed by world-class designers, uh, powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online. They're who we use to power our uh, our merch store. Yeah. Uh, and we, we sell MP3s through there occasionally too. And guess what? They can handle both. Like like a pro. Yeah. They handle everything. Everything's optimized for mobile right out of the box. Analytics that help you grow in real time. Uh, I don't know if you ever look at the analytics, Tim, but I look at the analytics sometimes. Uh, it's fascinating what's in there. What do you, what you can learn? Yeah, once you get under the hood. Uh, nothing to patch or upgrade ever. So guess what, Tim? You don't have to get under the hood. Yeah. No, the hood's I tell- fine. I tell people to get under the hood because they're like, there's no way it could be this easy to build such a great looking website. Yeah, no, I tweak it all myself. <laughs> well, yeah. So, I mean, you can be a liar like Tim and tell people like, ah, I coded this by hand. And guess what? They'll never know. But they will know because they'll be like, nah, this is too good. I heard you, you must telling, be a- I heard you <laughs> telling thousands of people about uh, how easy it is. 
Uh, so look, if you want to try out Squarespace for yourself, and you should, go to squarespace.com slash guide for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code guide to save 10% off your per- your first purchase of a website or domain. And that applies even if you're buying like a uh, like a whole year at once, you get 10% off that whole, uh, that whole purchase. So uh, once again, squarespace.com slash guide for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, use offer code guide to save 10% off. Think it, dream it, make it with Squarespace. All right, Tim, enough t- t- airport talk. Yeah, what were, what were we even doing for the last 15 minutes? Uh, alienating any new listener? Yeah, that's fine. Tim, I You want... made it this far. Welcome to the club, right? Yeah. Smoking in the boys' room. What? <laughs> Do you think that's a club? It, it was uh, where I'm from, where I come from. The smoking in the boys' room club? Yeah. You'd go in the. You're the, from the same place I'm from. I, know. I don't remember. We never this. saw you in the boys' room smoking. No, I was in there peeing though a lot. You seem like a guy <laughs> that was that would uh, ask to go to the bathroom every single class, um, and then just kind of like go in there and like see if anybody was smoking. Yeah, so I so, could squeal. Yeah, you. I mean, you were you were an RA in college. Yeah, professional squealer. Yeah. Um, no, I feel like I go to the bathroom too much, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I don't. Like, it makes sense, but I, I, I'm I, always, like, self-conscious uh, where I work because, like, I feel like whenever I'm getting... And, like, I don't pay attention to what anyone else is doing there, but I feel like when I get up, uh, and it is a weird work situation because it's a quiet room, so like uh, you don't talk with anyone. Uh, I don't pay attention to what anybody else is doing because yeah. why would I? I can't talk to them anyway. But like for whatever reason, well, don't I, you want to see if they're doing anything wrong so you can snitch <laughs> on them? But I feel like for whatever reason, like whenever I get up to go to the bathroom, somebody's thinking like, "Oh, twice in two hours. All right." <laughs> There was a time when I was drinking a lot of water at work. Yeah, usually it's because like I've come to work with like a giant coffee. Oh yeah, for me it was water. Water was my vice. <laughs> right. I would I would refill my my water bottle like you know like sixteen times in a day uh-huh. just to get that sweet sweet clear urine. <laughs> um, and like it was literally like every ten minutes I just had to. Like I was just, my entire day was consumed with uh, drinking and expelling the water. (laughs) My entire day was consumed with uh, consuming with uh, these expectations of my urine. (laughs) Uh, Would you uh, like with your coworkers here once you had reached your goal? Like, yeah, I got it. There was no goal. But clear is. Clear as it can get, clear as water. Yeah, but it can always be clearer as far as I'm <laughs> That's concerned. That's true, yeah. You should get your kidneys checked out. Um, Tim, this week we're talking about, uh, my transition was going to be, when we were talking about airports, I was going to say something about captains, and like, but today we're talking about a different kind of captain. Do you want me to talk <laughs> about the air? Oh, here's another thing that happened. Okay. Uh, I saw this. This ties it all together. I was right. in the bathroom uh-huh. peeing at LaGuardia Airport. Right, and uh, there was a pilot in there. Uh-huh. And for some reason, I was like, 
And we were at the we were we were washing our hands next to each other, and for huh. some reason I was like, "Please don't be the pilot of my plane. Please <laughs> don't be the pilot of my plane." And sure enough, it was the pilot of my. He walked over to my gate and then uh, walked up and, and onto the plane. And I don't know why, but I don't want to see the pilot before before we take off. Yeah, the like, captain. I don't want to see the captain before we take off. Why? I don't know. Were you embarrassed? No, I wasn't embarrassed. It, it Were kinda... you like, oh, great, this guy's peeing before the flight? Uh, what if he has to pee during? No, I think <laughs> what it is is it it it. it bo- you like having a curtain up between. It bothers me that like uh, the man that has all of our <laughs> lives in his hands has to pee like everybody else. Has to pee in the same bathroom as the riffraff, as me and those those dolts from friggin' <laughs> Pittsburgh. Yeah, uh, and, and the lady who hates New York so like. I feel like uh, he should have a, a pilot bathroom. Yeah, they should. They should be on a uh, on a higher level than us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The pilot fact that, bathroom, the good hot dogs. Yeah. Uh, the, the filtered water. Yes, all for him. Don't drink the water on planes. That's another thing. That's yeah, a that's, new that's, thing. that's that's that's. Well, look, Tim. Speaking of planes, uh, mm-hmm. we're talking about a different type of flying object this week. And that's uh, uh, Captain Marvel, uh, the new movie. By the time this episode comes out, the movie will be out. Are you going to see it uh, opening night? Uh, no, this is actually like this snuck up on me. I think because it's like at the beginning of the month. Is it also because it uh, <laughs> it stars a woman and you Look, uh, Tim refuse to see a superhero movie that uh, with a female lead? Look, I offered earlier to show you my social calendar. As a joke, I will show you like the number of like DMs and stuff that I get from strangers on the internet who are like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna raz Tom the way Tim does," and say like he hates women and he hates social uh, uh, service workers, social workers. <laughs> he also hates social. I workers. do, but that's because they took my kids away. Yeah. Um, so I don't appreciate those, and especially like when there's a legit like online freaking uh, uh, war about all this stuff. Please don't. You know what you should do? Put me on uh, the the side of uh, with jerks. You know what you need to do? What? Close your DMs. Nah, I like having the DMs open. Too. Why? So people can be as mean to you as I am? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess now that I think about it. I don't it, know why you, I... first of all, I don't know why you do the show. <laughs> right. Yeah. Second of all, uh, I mean, at least, uh, you know, we're friendly. Well, we're cordial off yeah. mic. We don't really talk much off mic. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, you don't have to take it from some, some schlub, yeah. some Pittsburgh asshole online. <laughs> well, uh, wait a minute. How do you know they were from Pittsburgh? <clears throat> anyway, we're talking about Captain Marvel. Uh, I've not seen the movie yet. Uh, but and I'm... you're boycotting it? <laughs> oh, damn. Like I said, it snuck up on me. Uh, and actually, like, uh, this is a bad week for it to come out. I, I'm busy, but I, uh, but I would like to see it ASAP. I'm definitely going to see it within the first week. What are you doing on Friday? Uh, I have uh, a deadline I have to work. Hmm. What about Saturday? Uh, well, the deadline's on Monday. Oh. So actually, like, so my current plan is that I'm probably going to go see it on Monday once I have uh, uh, the thing I need turned in, turned in. Gotcha. 
uh, and that'll actually, yeah, that'll work perfect because that'll be like my celebratory, like, all right, time to kick back and watch a movie. Um, the reviews so far um, are like uh, mixed, like kind of, and like legitimately mixed, where like, uh, actually, no, not like super mixed. The worst I've seen is just that people are saying like it's mundane. Yeah. That like, eh, like it's just kind of not. And this is different from other Marvel movies. How? No, I, like literally the criticism is like, oh, they like went back to the well one too, one time too many. Like this just isn't, uh, this is like, this is formulaic at a time when Marvel was getting away from being formulaic. Uh, so it's disappointing. But then there are also a lot of reviews that are like, oh, this movie's awesome. This movie's great. I haven't seen any reviews that are like, oh, this is a turd. You know, there's not been anything that's... Well, you can't, you can't print the word turd in the <laughs> newspaper. <laughs> sure you can, Tim. You don't remember that, uh, that headline years ago? Uh, Ford to New York City. You're a turd. <laughs> Gerald Ford? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's what he said. He took out a front page ad? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Um, no, like, uh, I haven't seen any, uh, like I said, like the, the, uh, the worst reviews I saw were that it was mediocre. Um, but, uh, I am still excited to see it and I'll tell you why. Why? Are you browsing the internet over there? Yeah, I was looking <laughs> up the actual, uh, <laughs> I was just seeing if you were paying attention. I was looking up the, uh, the the actual headline I was uh, okay. referencing and what was it? It was Ford to City Drop Dead. Right. I knew the Drop Dead part, but yeah. uh, I I didn't know if it was Ford to New York City or Ford to Ford, New York. Ford to New York, Drop Turd. Um, so yeah, I'm still excited to see it. Um, I think it's also maybe getting potentially hurt by the fact that like uh, Infinity War ended on a big cliffhanger. And now this is the second Marvel movie to come out after Infinity War that's like, this takes place before that cliffhanger. Where it's like, yeah, you know, resolve the cliffhanger. That's what uh, everybody wants. Um, that's not what I want. I like uh, everybody uh, not sure. You know what would be great? What? The world actually ended before <laughs> Infinity War could wrap up. Why? Why would that be great? <laughs> everybody you know would be dead yeah but uh, some people would be like no now i'll never know if ant-man survived or not in the afterlife or like no, as as, uh, the, as like the meteors coming or yeah. something but there wouldn't be and like they'd notice. have to like they'd be they'd have to get like uh the russo brothers on the phone and be like you need to make a statement within the next 10 <laughs> all right minutes. so here's what happens <laughs> Uh, all right. So the beginning of the movie. Oh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, There's no time. <laughs> it's getting closer. Uh, yeah, Thanos comes out. I just have to say, Josh Brolin really knocked it out of the park. There's not enough time. Just tell us the plot. <laughs> um, if there was like a meteor coming, and say it was like, oh, uh, it's like a a, a week away. Uh, you they'd know. rush it into <laughs> no do you think like all, all there would be like I think there would probably be a big movement like there would be like a change.org thing where people would be like hey come on Disney like just put out all the movies on you know uh, uh, I guess not on Blu-ray 
<laughs> you're gonna really have to rush. The factories are gonna have to work overtime. But like, nah, just like yeah, the people at the Blu-ray factories would probably be proud that uh, they're spending their their <laughs> yeah. last week on we'll Earth. work. Hey, hey, you know, overtime's overtime, man. Um, uh, no, but like, put them all up online so we can see them. I think that would probably be at least a. a a uh, decent portion of the population's primary concern. Yeah, which is upsetting. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's fine. If we're all going to be, you know, blasted to bits anyway. Um, the only other thing I'll say that I read about this movie, like uh, uh, from reviews, which I uh, understand this criticism based on like what I've seen from, you know, trailers or whatever, mm-hmm. is that, Marvel's been very big on like, this isn't an origin story. It's not an origin story. And uh, a couple of the reviews I read, they were like, it's an origin story, except when we start the the main character has amnesia. And like, that's just like a cheap way to be like, oh, it's not an origin story. And they're like, nah, it just actually kind of makes it more confusing (laughs) because you're starting off not knowing this person, Captain Marvel, doesn't know who they are, and you don't know who they are either. You know, for the most part, most uh, non-comic fans don't really aren't familiar with the character, so you're just kind of like, "Huh? Wait, why do I care about this? Who is this person? Oh, she doesn't know either. All right, well, well, I mean, you know who it is. You know it's Captain Marvel, right? But you don't know like how she like she already has her powers and everything, and she's in space. Uh, uh, when the movie starts, she's in space. She's working with the Kree, which is a race of uh, aliens. She believes she's Kree as well. Like that's what she's been told, or whatever. Tell me, you understand that, like, uh, you know, movies uh, need to have like some sort of mystery to them, or like yeah, can... but the amnesia thing is like always a cheap mystery to have, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Guess what? It's a movie for children. Don't don't uh, don't overthink it, well, Tom. I'm confused because well, you... children don't need mystery. <clears throat> Just tell tell it to them straight. Like I asked my doctor to tell me. I'm looking at this. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, the the internet. Uh huh. And it tells me Captain Marvel is the name of several fictional superheroes yes. appearing in American comic books pu- published by Marvel Comics. Uh. Most most of these versions exist in Marvel Marvel's main shared universe, known as the Marvel Universe. Right. And then there's a link to Captain Marvel in DC Comics. Yes. Who is now called Shazam. So here's what happened. Do you want? I can tell. I can actually explain what happened. Can with you all explain this. it like in, uh, like a not a boring way? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a legal battle. <laughs> It depends on how interesting you find uh, copyright law. So Captain Marvel, uh, the original DC character, was a Fawcett Comics Detective Comics. Yeah, but it wasn't, I think it was National Comics at the the Mm. time. Um, But uh, Captain Marvel, originally Shazam, was uh, a Fawcett Comics character that- Farrah Fawcett? (laughs) No, Farrah Fawcett wasn't even alive yet at that point. Mm. This is like in the- 30s or 40s uh during like the first big comic rush uh and what later became dc comics sued fawcett comics because they were like hey captain marvel's just a ripoff of our new character superman 
uh, because like there wasn't an idea of superheroes yet. Right. So it wasn't like, oh no, it's just a different superhero. They were like, nah, you did the same shit. You, you, you had a, like a handsome muscle man in tights that can fly. That's our idea. Right. Um, and, and they were like, brother, you have no idea. Yeah. That, well, pretty th- soon it's going to be all handsome muscle <laughs> man in tights. Yeah. It's going to be the only choice of entertainment for nine months out of the year. So they sued, uh, DC sued Fox. Except one time we'll put a, li- a pretty lady in tights <laughs> and uh, everybody's going to lose their minds. <laughs> uh, not in a good way either. <laughs> right. Uh, all, yeah. A lot of the people that normally like this stuff will suddenly not like it at all when that happens. And um, also who coincidentally enjoy uh, ogling w- beautiful women in tights. Well, but here's the thing, Tim. Uh, they just can't have any agency or power? Well, no, she's like not in tights. She's in like the same type of outfit that male superheroes are in, which she used, the character was like the character, you know, uh, not that long ago, basically wore like a swimsuit, like the type of swimsuit that if you saw somebody wearing in real life, you'd be like, Jesus Christ, you just wearing that out? <laughs> like a very revealing outfit. Uh, but then they changed it, and also for the movie, that was uh, like a big thing that they were like, "No, she's gonna wear an outfit that you know, like uh, like the same type of outfit Captain America wears. Why would she wear you know a skimpy outfit? That's ridiculous." She's an Oscar winner. Even if she's not an Oscar winner, it's that's neither here nor there. It's why why do the female characters have to wear swimsuits, and the male characters don't? Put them both in swimsuits. That's what I say. Yeah, just uh, just put a, just look. The movie should just be men and women in swimsuits <laughs> yeah. in front of a uh, like put a, Captain America white background stra- and just uh, star spangled hot pants. Yeah, and just have everybody flex. Yeah, for two and a half hours. Yeah, how I'd... how long is this movie? Two and a half hours. Nah, Captain it's Marvel? probably two hours. Anyway, DC Comics sued Fawcett Comics. Uh, it was a weird case because the outcome was uh, the judge was like, yes, uh, DC com- or uh, uh, Fawcett Comics did violate DC Comics copyright and they did copy this character. However, in examining the evidence, uh, we also find that uh, DC Comics accidentally let their copyright expire and the character Superman is not copyrighted. Ever? To this day? No, no, no. Back then. Yeah. So then DC was basically like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, uh, all right. Uh, we got a bigger fish to fry now. We got to make sure. Because this is back when, like, um, uh, copyright law, like, you could screw something up and, like, you could not put the copyright in the right place or, like, word it differently and it was like aha got you now everything's that copyright's completely invalid and that's basically what happened in this case that they were like oh there were a few comic strips that like when they were printed by this other newspaper they accidentally left the copyright uh word out of there so now the whole thing's up so dc was basically like all right we got a bigger fish to fry we gotta so they had like another court case to figure out, uh, uh, they fought to say, no, Superman's copyrighted. Uh, the the judge in that case was like, all right, you're right. And they were like, okay, good. We'd like to now go back to that other case where you said that they did copy our character, but our character wasn't copyrighted. 
And smartly, by that point, Fawcett Comics was like, oh, yeah, this case is probably going to go the same way that last one did. <laughs> so uh, we're just going to not put, we're not going to make Captain Marvel comics anymore. That's fine. Uh, which actually led to a, a crazy thing in England because there was an English publisher, I forget their name, but they were licensing Captain Marvel comics. And they were basically like, huh? Oh, wait, you stopped making them? Ah, shit. Uh, we'll make our own then and we'll just make him blonde instead. And that became Marvel Man, who later became Miracle Man. Tom, Tom, real quick. <laughs> You're fascinated. You told me that this would not be boring. Yeah, and I, and so far it hasn't been. Pretty riveting, yeah. So uh, what happened later in the, like, 60s? The nineteen sixties. Nineteen sixties. The in sixties. Marvel comic made a character called Captain Marvel, and by that point, where Marvel comics was not, they weren't around uh, back to when okay. this originally happened. So basically, by the Why time did they name it Marvel after all that Marvel uh, unpleasantness, because that 30s. happened like decades earlier, and by this point. The name Captain. Yeah, but would you call like uh, your uh, comic book company like uh, the Challenger Explosion <laughs> Comics? I mean, I think you're overstating the tragedy of uh, of Captain Marvel uh, having to stop publication in like the 40s. I don't think anybody thought, oh, this is right up there with this the Challenger, which to... hasn't even happened yet. Um, yeah. So what do they know? <laughs> right. Well, somebody probably said this right up there with the Challenger explosion, and then somebody else is like, what? The Challenger, what? What is that? Uh, what, what happened? A dynamite accident? Ah, another <laughs> dirigible. Uh, yeah, was somebody making bathtub a... gin and it went wrong? Um, so by the that was time- the 1940s we were just talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's everybody talking about yeah. the 40s. Uh, when Marvel made Captain Marvel a character in their comics- the trademark for Captain Marvel had been abandoned. It was up for grabs. Wow. Uh, Captain Marvel started, they had to make... It's just such a good name that they uh, couldn't Yeah, they were like, hey, that's our name, but with the captain in front of it. They had to make... uh, uh, Was it always a lady in Marvel Comics? No. It's been like six different characters, I think. Mm. The original one was Marvell. Marvell. M-A-R-V-E-L-L. Yeah. Um, and after that was Monica Rambeau. Yeah. So they had to keep using the um, the name or else they would lose the trademark. So that's why like they would just be like, all right, here's a new Captain Marvel that's going to appear in this you know, one annual issue and then go away for two years. Um, so then what happened later was DC Comics bought uh, like Fawcett's assets or whatever decades later and they were like hey we should make uh, Captain Marvel comics that was actually now now that we look at it yeah that wasn't copying Superman really and that's a pretty good character or even if it was what's yeah, it better than matter. one Superman two Supermen what's better than two <laughs> Supermen uh, the original Superman dies and he comes back as four different Supermen right. yeah and that they didn't get wide, hip to that until the <laughs> it early took them 90s. a couple of more yeah. decades to think about that. Yeah. Um, so they were like, "Cool, now we own Captain Marvel. Let's start making Captain Marvel comics." And then Marvel Comics <laughs> was like, "Hey, no, we own Captain Marvel." And they're like, "No, no, no, we bought." And they're like, "We don't give a shit. We have the trademark for the name Captain Marvel." 
So their Captain Marvel had to uh, initially just change the name of the comic to Shazam. But then in like uh, somewhat recently, like this decade, they uh, they were like, everybody's calling the character Shazam anyway. And this is legally uh, untenable. Let's just the name of the comic Shazam, the name of the character Shazam. And he says Shazam to turn into Shazam. Let me ask you this. Uh huh. I heard rumors and that, that movie there's comes a movie out next month. Mm. <laughs> yeah, two Captain Marvel movies within like you know a month and a half. Wow! Is uh, who plays Shazam? Uh, Zachary Levi. Who's that? Uh, he was Chuck in Chuck. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's that's why there are two Captain Marvels, but there really aren't anymore. There's uh, just Carol Danvers in the current continuity. Okay. So she used to be Ms. Mar- Ms. Marvel, MS. So you didn't know if she was married or not. Right. But then eventually, I don't know, something happened to Captain Marvel, and then she became Captain Marvel. Wait, who is Captain Marvel? Before that, Captain Marvel was Captain Marvel. Oh. There was another, uh, like a male character who was Captain Marvel. I forget what his, I think he was Cree. I think he was like an alien, so maybe he didn't even have a name. Or maybe I'm thinking of Marvel. Might have just been Marvel. Think Marvel was Captain Marvel. Marvelbert. Marvelbert. to say? Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, Tim. So we covered uh, <laughs> uh, the LaGuardia Airport. Mm-hmm. Uh, early reviews that I half read. Yeah. Uh, uh, don't forget uh, the time I saw the pilot in the bathroom. The time you saw the pilot in the bathroom. Um, that's another weird thing. Like Captain Marvel, the current Captain Marvel is like kind of a, a, a not a ripoff, but like a very close uh, to the green to Green Lantern to uh, Hal Jordan's Green Lantern. Like they're both like pilots. Is and Captain Marvel become... from space? No, she's from Earth, but in the beginning of the movie, she's told she's from space. I forget. It's again one of those things where they've like changed. Where like I think sometimes she's half Cree, uh, so she's half alien, but she doesn't know that, and she looks normal. There are I think green Crees and pink Crees. Maybe not green, purple. A Cree is an alien. It's a race of aliens, but oh. pink Crees look just like a a white person, a white human. Mm. And that's, I think they were like, oh, Brie Larson, you're not a human from Earth. You're a a pink Cree. That's why you're not, you know, purple like the rest of us. I forget if they're purple. People are going to get mad at me. And then Skrulls, they're they're the bad guys. Skrulls? Skrulls. They can uh, uh, shapeshift to look like anyone. So, you know, boy, that's a tough thing to deal with. Sounds like it. Uh, also, this movie takes place in 1995, and they have de-aged Samuel L. Jackson and Clark Gregg. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. It's funny because the I'm actually real curious to see this because uh, one of the reviews I read, they were like, yeah, I don't know what happened, but like uh, Samuel L. Jackson, like it's crazy. Like it looks uh, so realistic. And I don't think they had enough money left over for Clark Gregg. It doesn't <laughs> so, matter. Like, people... He's de-aged and it doesn't look as good. Like they must have had like two different budgets and two different like uh, effects houses work on it. And one did a much better job than the other. 
Uh, Samuel L. Jackson bald? No, he has hair in the movie. I think they just use a wig for that, though. I don't think they used uh, computer graphics. It just seems like it's uh, when they always get tripped up with hair. Yeah. When they're doing graphics, maybe. Uh, well, in this case, they sleeker. thought let's put a bit, let's put a, a wig on. And actually, like Clark Gregg is one of those dudes. I mean, Samuel L. Jackson too. Like they in the past like twenty five years have aged better than like most people you know in real life you know uh so like i don't think that they need to uh go over the top with either of them you know a, a little touch goes a long way right and actually that is the one criticism that i've heard that they're like samuel L. jackson they did such a good job that it's like not only does he look 25 years younger but he has like the most flawless skin you've ever seen on a human being and that actually kind of makes it a little uncanny uncanny valley he looks like too good uh but yeah uh and uh, apparently like a lot of 90s references when she crashes to earth crashes through a blockbuster video is there anything more oh, 90s man does she uh visit central perk she doesn't visit central perk she kind of has the rachel though now that you mention it. The haircut, the Rachel. Yeah, but I mean, she was in space. I mean, I guess radio waves, they get out into space, so they you know, they could have been watching Earth television. She could be like, hey, that's a heck of a haircut. Let me see if one of the uh, the purple Crees can uh, fashion me that haircut. The, the, the beauty of the Rachel, Tom. Mm-hmm. And uh, I heard this discussed on a television <laughs> program, so I know it's <laughs> was true. It friends? No. The beauty of they never referenced her hair, right? On and they surely didn't call it the Rachel. No. What if you found out that like behind your back, everybody called your haircut the Tim? <laughs> I mean, if it was that'd as well, di- it'd be disconcerting. To yeah, you. <laughs> it would be. But if it was as well received as the Rachel was back in 1996, that's true. Um, I'd be happy. Yeah. And I could only assume that's that's how my uh, hair is received. <laughs> right. A lot of people you know, they won't tell this to you, Tim, but they go to the barber and say, uh, do you do the Tim? They have a picture of me. They have my passport photo. Yeah. I'm going to get my passport photo uh, put on all my business cards. <laughs> Why? Because I look really good in it. <laughs> so what? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Tim, unless you're like... Uh, trying to become a model, you don't put your picture on. Uh, uh, or a realtor. I feel like a lot of realtors. Yeah, or a realtor, I guess. But otherwise, you don't put your picture on. Yeah, but that's how good this picture is. I'm willing to break the norm. Do you have your passport with you? Yeah, I was carrying it around New York City. Well, what now. if we had to leave in a hurry? What if we had to leave the country? Whenever I travel um, domestically, mm-hmm. I do bring my passport with me yeah. in case I have to cheese it. Uh, I usually do too. And actually like, <clears throat> at least for New York, they're changing the IDs. Again, this is a riveting podcast <laughs> conversation, but I know I got my license renewed recently and they were like, you can get a regular license or a license that, uh, the type of license that in like a, a year or two is going to be required for domestic flights. An enhanced ID. An enhanced ID. And that's more expensive because it's got, you know, a computer in it or whatever. Yeah. But it, but they were like, oh, but you'll be able to use your passport for that. So I was like, oh, I'll save myself 30 Yeah. Bucks. I'm always afraid that they're going to ask me for an enhanced ID. Also, my, my, my license, my driver's license hasn't expired. Yeah. But I swear to God, I've had this same 
physical license for forty years for like since uh, since like uh, since two thousand three. Yeah, it. I I had uh the license before I like I just recently got this license. I feel like the last time I got a new one, I was a teenager. Like it had my picture. I eventually got it changed because it had my picture from when I was sixteen on it. And he was like, this is ridiculous. I need to get a new picture. Yeah. But, I, feel uh, but like, I wasn't required to. Yeah. I feel like uh, this this current license has been in like eight wallets. Well, you go through wallets a lot. You're frequently mugged, held up. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, it's that uh, there's they frequently burst at the seams because of all the money that I put in them. <laughs> oh, wow. If you were that rich, you'd think you'd buy a nicer wallet that doesn't break so easily. That's how I stay rich, Tom. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm a... Tim. Th- I'm not one? paying high wallet prices like the rest of you yeah. numbskulls. You know, now that you mention it, I do kind of regret spending $10,000 on this most recent wallet. See? Exactly. It was unnecessary. Yeah, I I, I top out at six sixty one hundred. Yeah. Uh, tops for my wallet. Yeah, I think I could probably get by with a wallet that cheap. Tom, a $6,000 wallet is fine. Yeah. There's no shame in a it. A day-to-day, just like a casual wallet. Yeah. I still have a dress wallet, of course. Of course, but that's the one that uh, was gifted to you uh, on your confirmation date. <laughs> right. Which was... April. I can't believe you forgot when I was confirmed Catholic, <laughs> Tim. Unbelievable. Um, what were we talking about before we were talking about wallets? I think Captain Marvel. No, not Captain Marvel. I mean, yes, we were talking, but something else. Oh, f- uh, haircuts, friends, yeah, all that stuff. Um, so my review of Captain Marvel the movie, uh, five stars out of four. So more stars than allocated. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time since a Marvel movie's been out. It's been since Ant-Man the Wasp, and I fell asleep during that one. I saw that opening day. <laughs> I remember. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited to go see this on Monday. Hey, no spoilers, man. No, sp- Don't, don't. I, know, now that I said that, some shithead's going to yeah. DM me and be like, ooh, Wolverine's in it. Here's the thing. I that, know that that, that that Fox deal hasn't closed yet. Here's what... uh... Oh, I was going to say, hold on. I remember what it was, and it's very important. I bring my passport to the airport no matter what, because by default, if I'm in the airport, I will check if I have my passport on me roughly 200 times, and half those times I will think I lost it. So I might as well just have it in my pocket, because if I don't, if I'm on a domestic flight, I'm going to keep thinking I lost my passport. So I'll ju- I just bring it. It's a lot of weird quirks, Tom. No, I don't think so. Now, if I call you, uh huh, Friday night, uh huh, at eight thirty p.m., you're telling me you're gonna be working on this uh this deadline project? No, if I had a friend to go to this with, then I would go. <laughs> Too real. <laughs> Huh. I'm basically saying it's my, just every time a Marvel movie comes out, any time any comic book movie comes out, yeah, you're there opening night. I know, and it just seems weird that this is the one you decide <laughs> to break. I don't the have tickets for Shazam yet either, and normally mm. by this point I would have tickets for Shazam uh, and and uh, Captain Marvel. 
No, actually, I didn't do that. Ant-Man and the Wasp, I mean, like you said, you saw it opening night. I saw it like a week eh, or two later. I saw it opening day. You saw it opening day. I saw it like a week I or two later. I saw it so early in the day that they bust people in for it. Yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't see Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse opening day, but I saw it twice. Uh, I saw Infinity War opening day. But I, I can't hey, remember. Hey, was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse good? Yeah, you know yeah, it was good. All You've I heard... know is that everybody says it's the best movie ever. And guess what? I'm still not going to see it, you jerks. Good. Wow, you, you proved all of us. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so everybody stopped telling me, like, no, it's actually good. I'm sure it is. It's fine. <laughs> it's not fine. It's really good. Yeah, I know. I, you would like I it. I feel bad that I missed it on the big screen. Yeah, I mean... The animation style alone is so cool. It looked like it would give me a headache. No, I I understand why you right? feel that way. Maybe it will on a TV, but it didn't on a on a on a big theatrical. I get screen. overwhelmed uh, with the the big screen, like different frame rates, yeah, and stuff. But it it worked. It worked like a like gangbusters oh. and taught storytelling. Well. As long as there's only one Spider-Man in it, uh, I'm sure I'll be fine. Oh, Tim, geez, there's uh, a whole Spider-Verse of Spider-People in uh. it. And Spider-Things, even. They're non-people spider-spiders. Tom, uh-huh. uh, uh, I just want to say, for the record, everybody should stay out of your DMs. <laughs> I'm just kidding. About you hating women. Well, you wait until the end of the episode, Tim. The people that do this, they don't listen to the full episode. Yeah, they do. And so, like, look, it's all an act. Tom uh, has no problem with women. In in fact, I see him several times a day just (laughs) leering at them on the streets, in subways, everywhere I go. He's just, uh, you know, he respects them so much. He respects women so much that he just... uh, you know, can't take his eyes off off them wherever he goes, anytime. Thank any you, Tim. I, I appreciate that. You want to solve a problem? Yeah, let's do it. Hello and welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. I'm Tim. I'm Tim. That's my new character. <laughs> Guy who says the word Tom so it sounds like Tim? <laughs> no, I said I'm and Tom in a weird voice. Yeah, but you went, I'm Tim. I went, I'm Tim. Uh, this is Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. Uh, if you have a problem you'd like us to solve, email us at thecompleteguidetoeverything at gmail.com. Uh, Tom? Hmm? This one comes from Alex, and we can use Alex's name, his name. Alex. Alex. Hi, Alex. Tim and Tom, so here's the deal, he writes. Oh, right to the point, just like I'm begging my doctors to be this direct with me. Yeah, give it to me straight, Alex. Do you call your doctors by their first name? I No, but I call them Alex. A new person was recently hired at my company, and he sits right next to me. He's a great person. Lucky. Se- <laughs> He's a great person. Seems caring and genuine, but every single day he has awful body odor. Oof. It's getting to the point where it's almost unbearable to sit next to him. What do I do? 
I'm getting concerned that his B.O. is starting to creep its way onto my body, and I'm walking around the office with somebody else's B.O. <laughs> Secondhand B.O. Yes. Yeah, soon enough, people are going to think I'm the smelly guy in the office because of the, pro- of the proximity to the source. I'm looking for any help I can get right now. Tom, there must be some dumb gadget you know of that can disperse cologne directly, <laughs> discreetly around somebody. Anyway, thanks for the great source of entertainment over the years. Keep uh, keep it up and bring back AJ. Yeah. Thanks, Alex. You can use my real name. AJ's who I go and see all these movies with. So are you implying that AJ's the one who hates women? No, I'm just saying like we both dropped the ball on this one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe not. Maybe Friday night we'll be there. You know, we'll rally and we'll figure it out and we'll go. Do you want me to get you guys tickets? Yes, and drive us there and wait outside until the movie's over and drive us home. Okay. Chaperone us. <laughs> um, uh, well, you can't come in. Whatever we do in there is none of your business. Drop, drop us off at the corner, not right outside. Um, first things first, uh, cologne's the last thing you want to introduce into the situation. Yeah, That's me, not going to help yeah. things. Um, uh, second thing, second. This is like a. I'm surprised we haven't gotten question. I mean, maybe we got a question just like this last week. I've no. I'm like uh, Carol Danvers with. Uh, I have amnesia. I can't remember. Who the hell is Carol Danvers? <laughs> that, that's uh, that's Captain Marvel. I I guess that was never mentioned. That's her 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 human alias name, Carol. Brie Danvers. Larson. What is this? Some kind of a uh, cheese. <laughs> what is this? Some kind of cheese far side. Um. Yeah. Second thing second. Second thing second. Uh this is like such a common advice thing. Uh and I feel like you mentioned earlier I was an RA in college that this was like a specific scenario they trained us about of like what if somebody comes to you and they're like my roommate has horrible BO. Like what do you do? And I forget. Um <laughs> but you were so you were a bad RA. Oh, 100%. I was a very bad RA. Um I don't, I mean, you know, of course, like. Did you do drugs with the no, students on no, your floor? No, not like that. I was just like absent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I couldn't be bothered to do my job, good or bad. Nice. Well, that's just bad, I guess. No, it was like you not when they had drugs, parties yeah. and it was like, well, Tom's not around. Yeah, uh, no, that that's bad for what you oh, were. Oh yeah, but they tasked uh, well, to do. Y- exactly bad for like the university, but good for the kids who want to just party and blow off some steam. Um, I'm assuming that this is like a like a medical condition and not a like oh this person like comes in looking like pig pen every day. Uh, I don't know. Some people maybe it's a maybe it's a hippie situation. Could be. Maybe it's a like, oh, I shower, but I don't use soap. You know those people? No. Or like, uh, I know people that don't wear like antiperspirant, uh, which like I get. Like, uh, you know, a lot of people say it's not uh, healthy for you. Right. But they find. Well, other... you know a lot of people. Uh, that no, don't... Not, I don't know a lot of people, huh. but I know some people. Uh, but usually they they are aware like. Oh, since I don't want to wear antiperspirant, I need to find another solution to this. I can't right. just go without. Or, I mean, you know, there are people that say, like, oh, if you go without, like, long enough, then your body adjusts and it's not bad. But, like, you still have to take showers and stuff. Yeah. Um, 
Maybe there's uh, the only thing I can think of. And I'm I, not sure this is feasible. <laughs> is to somehow create a situation each day where you spray this guy with a hose <laughs> on his way to the office. Like get a garden hose, but you'd have to come up with a different Gardner, scenario. What if? What? I mean, we don't know what they do. Maybe they're firefighters. If they're fire, if you're then firefighters, that's that's very easy. I don't think firefighters generally sit at desks. <laughs> sure, when they're in between calls, aren't they on the like, couch? Like, uh, hey, uh, I think it's time for us to go check that hydrant again. <laughs> but you, every time, you're like, you oh my god! Every time you've already got it unscrewed all the way. Yeah. See, that's the that's the thing. You need a new scenario every day, right? To um, justify. I mean, you can't do something like leave them deodorant or anything, because then that's like mean. It's such a weird. It's a and delicate Theo. thing because, like, it's mean, but it's also like you would uh, you would you would be giving it to them straight. You would be like, hey, nobody else has the the guts to tell you you stink, and uh, you know, uh, I know it's embarrassing to hear. But I'm gonna tell you so that you don't have to have this ongoing embarrassment that you're not even aware of. But then ignorance is bliss. Maybe that's better. Yeah, I'm. But then to... people are gonna avoid you because you smell bad. Yeah, I'm trying to get the sense of if this is a sad situation, right? Or uh, if this is inconsiderate, right? Like, cause yeah, some people at a certain point it is inconsiderate. Yeah. Um, I've never really encountered. Very many smelly people. Does that mean I'm the smelly one? Mm -hmm. That's the saying. If you're not, uh, if you don't know who the smelly one is, it's you. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I've talked about how, like, it, when other people smell, like, real bad, where, like, nobody's, cl they smell bad enough that they're not even close to me and I'm smelling it, then I start getting paranoid of, like, oh, that might be me that smells then because I don't understand how I could be smelling this right, right. now. It's on the subway today. I I think somebody shit their pants. It smelled so bad. I think, I think it was actually a fart, but then like <laughs> it got to the point where I was like, I'm looking around like I think somebody shit their pants, but like there wasn't an obvious culprit. Here's what you do. <laughs> you get a, you get a shirt. <laughs> in in your coworker's size, and uh, you uh, sew into the armpits, um, like car air fresheners. Yeah, like but the little trees, the pine trees. Either that, or some maybe like a a maxi pad soaked up with uh, uh, antiperspirant or something. You just spray it. Tim, I don't think you understand how bio or maxi pads work. What? <laughs> It it absorbs things. It doesn't. If you put anti, so wait, you're gonna just like rub, like uh, an anti. No, like stick? a spray. Okay. So it gets it gets the uh, it gets all of it in there, right? right? Uh -huh, like a sponge. So yeah, and it's absorbed in there, mm -hmm. and you put both of those in the armpits of the shirt of the shirt, right? Mm -hmm. But now your 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 task is to get the shirt. On onto, the onto the man. Yeah. And I think it's as simple as offering him <laughs> a bottle of Dr. Pepper that you've shaken up. Um, to be safe, you open it towards him and get it all over his shirt. Yeah. And be, he'll be like, now oh, no, my and, and it has to be Dr. Pepper? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Who's going to turn up a nice, uh, turn down a, uh, a nice. <laughs> Free Dr. Pepper. <laughs>
uh, make sure you do it on a on a on a day where you know people are really going to be craving a Dr. Pepper. You know what? And honestly, uh, I joked, but Dr. Pepper's probably the smelliest of the sodas. So yeah. even if he declines, if, even if he's like, "No, it's fine. I'll just keep wearing this." Like the Dr. Pepper might do the job. Yeah, that's true. Um, but hopefully, uh, he'll. You just be like, oh man, I feel terrible about it. Well, I just bought this really, and make the shirt a really nice, expensive shirt. Um, <laughs> uh, Calvin Klein. <laughs> yeah, and, and you've sewn the uh, the antiperspirant soaked maxi pads into the the armpits. Right. He puts that on. Suddenly, he he's uh, he sees what life not stinking like a like a bastard is like. Um, hopefully just this one time he'll think, oh man, I don't, it doesn't have to be this way. Yeah. And, uh, he'll go home and, uh, figure Hey, it things out. are, things are really, uh, going well for me right now. I wonder what's different. Oh, oh. I, don't, I don't smell and I'm wearing a nice shirt. Exactly. And then he'll a buy a nice Calvin Klein shirt. Also, the upside is he'll, he'll raise the class level of the, uh, the classiness level of the, of the office. Oh, well now you're costing Alex money. He's got to upgrade his wardrobe just to keep up. No, it's a halo effect. <laughs> oh, so he just benefits. Yeah, like... he just basks in the glow of uh, this uh, the smelly guy's new clothes. So the smelly guy. Also, what you should probably do is hire somebody, um, to uh, or hire a number of people to like. I don't know if Alex has hiring power. No, 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 no. Just uh, on a on a <laughs> like personal basis. Yeah, to to come up to this guy now that he is wearing the the good smelling shirt that's absorbed all the bo, to be like, man, what a great guy, and like get a lady to like date him and stuff. <laughs> it's quite a. I mean, that's gonna cost. You're you're so you're gonna hire uh, an escort. Yeah. But like, but he, on an ongoing he, basis. No, no, just the one time he'll associate that with smelling good, and so he'll he'll make strives to smell good and make sure all these people he'll are make like strives, strides. Tom, you know what? Oh, I'm sorry, I made fun of you for mispronouncing a word. You every week claim I'm a misogynist and encourage people to bully me on the internet about it. But you're right. I owe you an apology. Thank you. Apology accepted. So just do that. Just uh, and also the the people that you hire be like. Uh, it could just also be other people being like, "Hey, you want to go get wings tonight? It's because you smell good or something." <laughs> to really try make it real discreet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you want to go get wings tonight? It's because you smell good. Yeah, that way he'll associate camaraderie. With smelling, with smelling yeah, it. it'll be a you know uh, you're reinforcing a good behavior. Yeah, I was gonna say I'd just go to human resources, make it their problem. Yeah, get them fired. No, don't get them fired, but like that's your answer to everything. No, fire <laughs> the smelly guy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> look, sometimes that is the solution. <laughs> Oftentimes, no, I'm not saying like, hey, you gotta fire this guy. More like. Uh, Hey, HR, like, you guys have to, like, fire people. That stinks. This is actually how I would co- coach it to them. I'd be like, you have to fire people sometimes. That must stink. And they'd probably be like, yeah, it does. I'd be like, well, I'll tell you something else that stinks. Uh, the new guy you hired next to me, and um, uh, I'm a coward, so I'm not going to have that conversation. Uh, I'm going to ask you to do that. 
I'm putting in a formal complaint, but it has to be anonymous. You'd be wearing a mask this whole time, too, <laughs> of course. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's that's going to be uncomfortable. But um, remember earlier when I asked about uh, how much it probably stinks to fire people, and you were like, yeah, well, this won't be as bad as that. And with that said, I'll leave you to it. Uh, you know, figure this out. Tell this person to stop sinking. I think that was actually what it was. Like, as RAs, they were like, encourage the other person to have a conversation. But if they're uncomfortable doing that, then you have to have a conversation that with the person. That's why you were never around. Uh, one of the reasons, yeah. But, like, I also kind of get, like, I'd rather have a conversation with somebody about them stinking when the complaint's not coming from me, you know, then at least you can distance. Like I don't look, I don't smell it, but, uh, you know, unless you have to like wear uh, tears in your eyes, (laughs) clothespin on my (laughs) nose. (laughs) Like, look, this complaint's not coming from me. I'm just the messenger. However, uh, you got to do something about this. Consider that a formal warning next time you're fired. Gave you a number of good options there, uh, Alex. Yeah. Uh, all the best. Um, you know, just tell them. <laughs> if you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. You can support the show by supporting our lovely sponsors. Also by checking out tcgte.com slash Amazon for your Amazon shopping. And tcgt.com slash pledge. I no, patreon.com slash complete guide. Either one. But I, I've been trying to make an effort to say the Patreon. It's our Patreon uh, where you can get uh, fun things like uh, Books the Podcast, where we've just started reading. I've just started reading Lore of the Flies. Uh, and I tell Tim about it every week in, a, uh, in an episode of Books the Podcast, available exclusively at patreon.com slash complete guide. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. You can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. If you and have a problem, you'd DM like us Tom with <laughs> any issues you have yeah, yeah, with uh, yeah. the way he is. DMs open on Instagram and, uh, Twitter. Although. Why do you do that? I don't know. Occasionally, like I, I like talking to people. Sometimes, like no, most you don't. Yeah, it's true. What? No, but most people look. I will say this: most people like uh, are like I get a lot of nice DMs, a lot, thousands, uh, uh, and I always appreciate those. I'm complaining about a handful of bad apples, uh, and if people are legitimately bad, I just block them. Yeah, I have very thin skin though. I don't think I've blocked anybody. I think I blocked uh, one. I've I've blocked one person. Uh, that gun girl. <laughs> okay. You know that gun girl? No. The one that like went to Kent State and was like. Uh, was she DMing you? <clears throat> no, I didn't follow her. She didn't follow me. Uh, people would always retweet her like dumb inflammatory yeah. oh, quotes yeah, yeah. with like jokes yeah. attached to them. It's just like I don't, I don't want to know about this person. Yeah, it's block also the like, gun girl, everybody. Like, yeah, the, no, because I guarantee you, Twitter's algorithm is like, oh, a lot of people are blocking this. Let's promote it because it's controversial, and that will get more people talking. Yeah, it's true. Just ignore it. Just stay away. Just, yeah, just block the gun. Throw girl. your computer in the garbage. That's what I'm on the verge of doing. Uh, but make sure you still have a way to subscribe to the podcast. Um, 
Tim, what's the superhero movie you're most excited to see this year? Um, uh, Captain Marvel. They're making uh, Ant Man and the Wasp two. They just started uh, production on uh, Jared Leto's Morbius movie. I'm excited that? for that. Morbius, Morbius is the living vampire. Is that a comic book thing? Yeah, it's a Marvel thing, but it's a Sony movie because technically I think it was a Spider-Man <sighs> character originally. Hmm. Debuted. I'd like to see the uh, Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. Joker movie. Yeah, that comes out this year. Yeah. Neat. Well, Tim, until next time, signing off. Good night, everybody. <laughs> See you next week. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>